Welcome back to the encounter, guys. And uh, I want to uh, thank you guys for li- listening to us one more time. Uh, I was going to tell you guys, please follow us on, on our Instagram, RedeemLA. And uh, also give us a, a nice rating, which is uh, right on the top of, um, of when you follow us. Um, and I hope uh, this podcast has been a blessing so far. Um, today, uh, we're going to continue with our um, with the Goddess uh, series. And um, I honestly think this this part of uh, a Goddess is beautiful because, you know, we talked about the great I am. God is the great I am. God is uh, Jaira. And then God is our peace, which is a Shalom. And today, uh, honestly, this is... Um, I love this. I love this part of God. I think I love this face of God because of um, this is actually one of the songs that changed me a lot when I was a younger uh, guy. Um, have you guys ever heard of the song uh, "Hill Song of My Healer"? Um, I, I got a lot of. Um, I had a lot of young people back in the day um, tell me that it was wrong because the guy who sang that turned out to be a horrible guy, and they were like, "We shouldn't sing it. We shouldn't sing it." But I told them, I was like, "Look, dude, if it edifies your life." sing it and you know just don't worry about the person that did it right and anyways but um but but god is when god is your healer uh, we have to understand many 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 things um because uh we see that when he comes and jesus comes and he navigates this world he comes out and he's very how do i say this very um he's very he risks everything to start healing people right he he starts healing left and right and he starts healing even people that don't even want to be healed and um and we see that all he does is healer 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 and then what happens now is that um there's all sickness 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 and not enough uh healing not enough uh health and um, I just I just wanted to maybe dig through a little bit deeper about what is God our healer and in a sense of also our body, our spirit and also our soul, uh, because there's all those three types of, of healing that can happen all through all through God. And um, I think, Sam, I think you should start with the point that you were telling me earlier. I think it was amazing. So I'm going to let you start with it. Go ahead. All right. So um, I was reading the Bible and I came across a story is with the Apostle Peter when Jesus tells him, oh, you're going to deny me uh, three times. And Peter, you know, in his arrogance was like, oh, no, I'm never going to do that. You know, but it came to pass that he did deny Jesus. And he denied him three times. And the first time um, they asked Peter, like, hey, you were with Jesus. And he was like, no, like he said it calmly. He was like, no, 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 I was never with him. And that attacked his spirit. The second time, they, if you keep reading, they asked him, hey, you were, you're with Jesus, you know, you speak like him, you act like him. And he's like, no, I, I swear, I don't know. I've never met him, you know? And he, that attacked his soul. And then the third time they confronted him, if you read, it says that he started cursing. He cursed the people and he cursed himself, meaning what? That killed his flesh. So it was three in one. And, you know, if you keep reading, it said Peter wept bitterly. You know, who wouldn't, you know, cry bitterly denying Jesus himself, you know, doing something wrong? You know, Peter in himself probably felt like, oh, you know, I'm never going to, you know, Jesus is never going to forgive me. You know, I'm never going to heal from this. I'm never going to be able to move on. But if we if we fast forward to Jesus' resurrection when he, when he presents himself to his disciples, it says that uh, Jesus came to Peter specifically and told them, told him three times Peter do you love me and literally uh, the first time he was like yes Jesus I love you and that was restoring his 
his flesh is backwards now. Mm. He's like, all right, feed my sheep. The second time, Peter, do you love me? And he's like, yeah, I do. I love you. He's like, all right, tend my sheep. And that healed his soul. The third time, he's like, Peter, do you love me? Peter's like, yes, Jesus. I know you're the Christ. I do love you. You know everything. And that healed his spirit. Jesus didn't care what Peter did wrong. What he cared about if he still loved him, despite him, you know, messing up. And sometimes we tend to blame ourselves like, oh, why do we, you know, why am I not healed from this? Or, you know, why am I not healed from that? You know, usually we look at sickness like some type of physical disease, like a cough or like, uh, or like, you know, something physical. But, it's, you know, sometimes a sickness can be, you know, like a sin or, you know, something we're doing that's not right. And God, you know, sometimes tells us, hey, do you still love me? Like, I know you mess up, but I want to know if you still love me. I think, and I think honestly, when you told me that, I was like, bro, that's so, that's so beautiful because we tend to forget that Jesus knows, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. God knows what we go through, you know what I mean? And, and the fact that even after he, he had, um, he had denied Jesus Christ and he still asks him, it's almost like a, dude, I know you messed up. And I like the fact that Peter didn't shy away from these answers. You know what I mean? And that's what we have to do. I feel like we have to present ourselves in front of God just how, just the way I look, dude. Uh, look, God. Not dude, right? But look, God. <laughs> look, God. Um, I'm, I'm a sick person. I'm sick in my body. I'm sick in my spirit. And I'm sick in my soul. And I know only you, only you can take this away from me. And I wanted to just um, just maybe um, just finish this point because I literally love that, that that point of view that you had was amazing. Uh, and, and it says in 1 Peter 2.24, it said, He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, which means the cross, that he might die to sin and live righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. Another, another version says by his stripes. And honestly, that's what I want you guys to understand, that as a healer, he not only died for your physical health, but he also died for your spiritual health. Mm -hmm. He also died for your, uh, for your uh, how do you say, soul? Soul health? Your soul's health? Yeah, soul's health. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, your soul's health. And um, I, I want you to know that, that it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what you're going through. I'm going to tell you that if you want to be healed, I can definitely think that Jesus is the way. Uh, and I always say this, the truth and the life in order to uh, understand how Jesus became uh, the healer. You guys want to say something? Because I feel like... I, feel like well, I actually had another great example for, um, you know, being healed in all three areas. You know, as, as humans, we're tripart, right? We're body, soul, and spirit. And sometimes um, we, we see our physical ailments, but we don't even realize that we have, you know, spiritual and um, almatic soul uh, sicknesses. Soul? Soul sicknesses. Um, and I, I was reading, and in Micah 6.13, it says, so I will make you sick, striking you down, desolating you because of your sins. And what I, what I saw was that sometimes we sin and it leads to physical impairments. And I was reading the Bible and I don't know if you guys know this story, but there's a story where this paraplegic man, um, he was paralyzed from the waist down, I believe, um, is taken to, to Jesus and his friends have to make a hole in the, the roof of the building where Jesus is, he is speaking because it's so full. And they lower the guy down, and Jesus, what's so fascinating about it is, doesn't say you've been healed, like go walk around because you're healed now. No, what he says is, your sins have been forgiven. 
And what I find so beautiful about that is that everybody around them was like, well, Jesus, he doesn't need forgiveness. He needs to be healed. <laughs> you know, he, his thing is not that he, he sinned, is that he can't walk. But what's so amazing is that what I see here is that what was sick was not his body. It was his, it was his spirit. But because his spirit was sick, it transferred and it showed all the way into his body because we're so linked. Like it, it, when one thing affects our, our spirit, it travels all the way down to the body. And the Bible says that, that the guy took his, his uh, mat and started dancing at walking, like praising God and walking away. And so what I see here is, is that, that Jesus had to heal his spirit in order for his for his soul and his body to be healed. And his spirit, he had to give him a new life because he was dead in that sin. He was dead. And then the soul, he had to be released from the bondage of that guilt, that fear, and that sadness from the sin that he had, had been bearing. And then the physical ailment was finally healed after these, for, these two were first dealt with. You know how you were saying, um, there's a story that came to mind while I was listening to you. It was a blind man. You know, and um, it says that sometimes our sicknesses aren't like from us. They sometimes come from, you know, like our parents, you know, and this blind man was blind because of a sin his parents committed, if I'm not wrong. And he has his opportunity to be healed by Jesus. And it's crazy how Jesus uses, heals him with mud, spit and mud, right? Yeah. And what does that show you? Jesus is the creator. That's how God created man, right? Yeah out of mud so he made two eyeballs and put him back put him back in <laughs> right yeah. and he tells the man oh go wash your face and he was healed yeah, yeah and it's it's beautiful what you guys say and uh, almost if if we can just like give a give it a spiritual you know in the spiritual sense because right we're not going to go right now and, and you know get some you know clay and <laughs> spit it and i'm going to put it like that was jesus right but the, the, what i was going to tell you guys was that that it's beautiful how how in both of your stories, it stumped the person that was sick. For example, in this, in the one that, uh, um, in the one that Giselle um, was uh, was talking about, it it impeded him for him to, to walk. You're done. You're sat down. You're left there. You can't move from there. And the one that uh, from Peter, it almost took away his his license to teach because after that he's like, "Do you love me?" Okay, tend my sheep, take care of them. And then, you know, keep, yeah. it gives them his license back. And I was going to say that if we do not understand that if God is our healer, we can never get back those things that we lost. Because that's what sickness is. Sickness is that we had an ability and we lose that ability. So we always think of, oh, you know, they're sick with uh, some type of... Uh, um, sickness, mental sickness, or maybe uh, some type of sickness, or just cancer, or or whatever it is. But sometimes a, a sickness can also be something you don't see, you know. And 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 that's I just I just love your your examples. I don't know if you have something to say. I do. I, quiet. I, I have, but I I guess it just doesn't tie in with you guys. But I still love it. It's okay. But move, okay. move on to another point. That'll be good. Okay. Uh, so I was gonna say like the first time that Rafa uh, uh, Jehovah Rafa. I don't know if this is how you say it in English, but I'm going with Rafa. Um, is no, but. Like the the word, the Hebrew word is Rafa in English too. Yeah, I'm guessing. Rafa, Rafa, Rafa. Okay. Yeah, Rafa. You say it in Spanish, right? That's right? Rafa. Okay, whatever. The point is, it's Jehovah Rafa. Okay. Anyway, uh, the first time it comes out in the Bible, it comes out in Exodus fifteen twenty two, and it was when they had just uh, um, the Israelites had just come out of like the whole Red Sea thing, right? Like they had just seen like amazing, like the Red Sea was split into 
And side note, I have like a super cool fact about that, but I'll tell you guys later. Because uh, <laughs> I already ruined one podcast. Yeah. <laughs> super cool fact. Um, but okay, the point is that after they did this, they went three days without water. And the, the Israelites were starting to get desperate. If you guys don't know, three days is the maximum amount of time. You can go without water and then you die. Right? And uh, it says that when they came, they came to this like, uh, uh, like a, I guess like a little river. I don't know. It doesn't really say, but you, they couldn't drink the water because it was, it was bitter. And so um, Moses cries out to the Lord and the Lord says, oh, look, there's a tree right there. Also, this is in Exodus 15, 22 through 27. And um, there's a tree there. Throw it into the water and then the water will be... The water will be good to go. Yeah, the water will be ready to go. Um, but this is the part that I liked. Uh, then the Lord made uh, made for them a statue and a rule, and there he tested them. Oh, I read too far back. And he cried to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a log, and he threw it into the water. And the water became sweet. There the Lord made for them a statue and a rule, and there he tested them, saying, If you will diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God and do that which is right in his eyes and give ear to his commandments and keep all of his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you that I put on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord your healer. And that healer is Rafa, right? But the parts that I thought were intense is that, first of all, um, after being taken out of Egypt, which is a figure of the world, right? He takes them out of there and pushes them to their limit of how they can live because three days is max right that's enough so he pushes them like really i'm testing you like i just showed you something amazing i just delivered you but now you're tested three days no water and when he finally shows them water it's like oh but it, it doesn't work so it's like okay how frustrating we're thirsty and there's a whole bunch of water here but i can't have it because if i have it i'll, I'll die but i'll die anyway if i don't have water and so then he sees this tree and um the tree is figure of the cross and this is where I thought it was just like so beautiful because uh, a tree being a figure of the cross thrown into the dirty waters and it brings sweet water, which is Jesus, right? Jesus brings us this like uh, amazing healing and tells us, but oh, I have so many thoughts. Okay, but uh, he brings this amazing healing and he allows for waters that were once bitter to be sweet. And not only that, he doesn't say it stops there. Then he says, oh, and I'm giving them these commandments. And like, I felt like at first, like I had nothing, it didn't correlate like, Okay, they're thirsty and now you're giving them commandments. But it's as, it's as if saying now that you have clean water, now that you have pure word, because water is a figure of the word, mm -hmm. you must follow these commandments. You must follow these rules I set you by. And if you do this, I am Jehovah your healer. I am Jehovah Rapha. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like, okay, so there, there are like, almost like, yes, exactly. Although like Jesus comes yeah. and by his wounds, by his, uh, what's yeah. the other one you said? By his stripes, stripes, we've been healed. But it's because we follow him that we're healed. It's because right. we are obedient to him. It's because we've submitted ourselves to him completely that we are healed, that we can say this freely. I was gonna say that does I do that. That's a beautiful point that you say because um, in the Bible you never see in the Bible you never see uh, uh, when Jesus healed you didn't see that guy get up and be like yo thanks what was your name again Jesus yeah thanks bro I appreciate it and then just left and never came back in the contrary they became their followers or they went back to the synagogue or they went to say thank you so it, it, like like I like what it says that it, there's almost like a prerequisite right like like so God tells you oh you you don't know about me I'm gonna I'm gonna shark you watch I'm gonna heal you boom heals you and from that shock you're like okay now i'm gonna follow but if we already in it and you need to be saved or you need to be healed you need to understand that it's not just a, uh you know what i call these people um sorry i, I put myself in this situation as well because i'm like that too i call we call i call i call us uh, gold diggers because we <laughs> only want something when we're in a hard spot yeah when we get sick that's when we come to church every single day i don't want to pray at all times and then i was like but I, I, it happens to me too Like when I have an ailment And I feel like it's gonna be bad You know like Every time 
you get sick, you feel like you're gonna go to the hospital. I always yeah. like, when I get sick, I'm like, dude, prepare the hospital bed, bro. I'm, I'm getting ready. And, <laughs> and, uh, and I always say, but have I been praying before this? Have I been looking for the God for God as if I were sick? And the most 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 of the answers are just, no, I don't. So my question, so the, I think this this lands perfectly because the whole point is this: that you must follow God in order to get God-like things. And if you don't follow God, you're gonna get God-like things, so you can follow God. So uh, go ahead. It's go crazy, ahead. right? There's there's it's like it's like God is like, all right, the first one is free. If you want <laughs> if you want another one, you gotta you gotta work for it. It's like with Moses and the Ten Commandments. What happened? God gave Moses the Ten Commandments. He broke them, and God's like, all right, the first one was free. I did it for you. Now you have to write it out. Uh, and it's the same thing with you know with what she said. It's like you know there, there's always a catch. You know it says here uh, it's the same verse you were saying. If you will diligently listen to my voice, the Lord your God, and do which is right in His eyes, and give ear to His commandments, and keep all His statutes, I will put none of these diseases in which I put on the Egyptians. And you know it says. He is God. He is the God of our healers. So yeah, He heals us once, but then there's there's things we have to follow in order to remain in His healing. Because if we stop looking for this, if we stop looking for God, if we stop reading our Bible, if we stop, you know, praying, if we stop doing this, it's like we wonder, oh, why is this happening to me? Why am I sick all of a sudden? Why am I this? Why am I that? Uh, maybe you stop reading your Bible, or maybe you forgot this, or you forgot that. It's not, sometimes we tend to blame God. God, why am I going through this? God is probably like, yo, <laughs> you're not praying enough. You're not reading your Bible. It's not me. I was, was going to tell you also <laughs> that, that he never says to be perfect. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like right here, when God was speaking to, to the Israelites, he never said, oh, I want you guys to keep, to be perfect. No, no. All he said is, give an ear to my commandments. Just listen to what I have to say, and keep my my stat, my statues. And when when the when the word says statues, it doesn't mean that you know we're gonna make statues of God, right? But it means his his teachings, his laws, what it's been taught, dude. That's all he's asked for, to give here to his commandments and keep it his his his, his morals, for example. So I, I don't see I don't see that this is way too hard and I don't I, like you said before and I, I don't mean to say that you're wrong or anything but like for example I don't see that there's a catch it's super simple right if you're out let's just say you're out of a job imagine that we're out of a job right and we both need a job and somebody comes and gives us a well-paying job wouldn't you be thankful to him wouldn't you be like all right what do you mean you need to do forever right you'd yeah. be thankful forever that's the same thing that God is saying here I saved you. Okay, now give me, give me what I gave you. Give me the same payment that I gave you. Give me this, and all you're saying is give you to my commandments, and keep my uh, my my statutes. my morals, my statutes. Yeah. And you know what I thought was really interesting too. I I was hearing you guys, and you guys are saying you know God promises us to be our healer if we follow His rules and His commandments, right? But what happens if we don't? Well, let's look at what happened to Miriam because. Uh, if we go to Numbers 12, Miriam was uh, spreading rumors against Moses, right? And, and uh, God gets angry with her. And if we look at, at verse um, 9, it says, And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Miriam and Aaron, and he departed. And when the cloud had withdrawn over the tent, behold, Miriam was leprous, as white as the snow. And Aaron turned and looked at Miriam and said, Behold, she was leprous. And so what I see here is that, that sometimes our actions can actually lead us to God sending sickness as a punishment. You know, Miriam 
was was being defiant and rebellious against Moses, and it led to her having to suffer through this leprosy. So if if we're not willing to you know work with God and and follow His commandments and and be uh, and submit ourselves to His will, then we can also be calling sickness upon us. And, and you, you know, you know, ultimately God is our healer, but He can also send sickness if we're not you know, going to, toward what he wants us to go to. It's like um, the Apostle Paul, you know, when he was, before Paul, he was Saul, he was hunting and killing Christians because he thought he was doing, you know, God's will. And then what happened? One day he was on his way to Damascus and he met face to face with Jesus. And he was like, you know, who are you? And Jesus told him, I'm the one you persecute. And what happened? Um, he lost his vision. That's a sickness. Losing your vision is a sickness. But what happened, uh, he, that changed them. Because a lot of people, when, um, when God puts them through a sickness or something, they don't change. Mm -hmm. You know, and God wants you to change for the better. And Paul used that to change for the better. Literally became one of the greatest apostles in his time. Yeah. One of the apostles. I just want to say, like, so that we don't sound like we're horrible humans. Right. Like, it doesn't mean that any time you're sick, it's because oh, you, <laughs> your spirit is dying and, oh, you have COVID. That's it. You're probably a giant sinner. Yeah. Well, we are giant sinners. I, we cannot lie. But um, it's not like every disease is because of this. Right. Yeah. Like, you see someone with a runny nose, like the guy next to me, and it's like, okay, what is he doing? You know, Jehovah is not his Rafa, you know? Like, it's, it's not like that. Let's not be judgmental humans either. Um, but if I can, continue? Yeah. Okay. Continue. I was going to say that um, sickness sometimes just comes just because, too. Yeah. That's, that's just the way it is. It could be that you didn't, like Kathy says, uh, you washed your hair and uh, you didn't dry it before leaving in the morning and it was cold. <laughs> or you're out in the rain and your immune system is crappy. You know? It, it can happen. But I was just going to say that Isaiah 55, 9 says, because we're not, I don't know, sometimes we feel like we're entitled to question these things. And although God is such a good God that he answers our questions, but we should always remember that Isaiah 55, 9 says, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So I'm thinking we can't even begin to understand the thoughts of God and his ways and his purpose. And like Job, you know, I'm thinking, uh, I don't know if that's how you say it, Job. How do you say Job in English? Job? Job, Job. Job or Job? Job. Right. Job. Uh, well, him, right? Like he had done nothing wrong. The enemy is the one who came to ask God, can I test him in this way? Right? So, it, you know, it's sickness comes but what we have faith and hope is that our healer will come through and if he doesn't then we will be healed when we are glorified with him i, I feel like we have to understand guys that um just like you said right um healing is a decision that comes from god <laughs> so uh like like if it happens bro let's rejoice you know let's throw a party uh church um i'll get pizza for everybody but if it doesn't happen That's it does it doesn't mean like oh god doesn't love me dude just continue the, the the you continue the fight you know what i mean like uh um i i was also thinking about my aunt you know that um she's well our aunt right because we're, we're brother and sister but um that she was so many years she was she was so sick so many years and uh as as i think back now that's it's been like a few years now i think back and i'm like maybe this is what god intended for her to do and who are we and we i remember we, my uncle used to pray and pray and pray and pray and she used to pray and they used to just you know they wonder why 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 me why this why that and sometimes i think about it like why are we asking god why 
Maybe we should have just said, God, whatever, whatever, whatever was, uh, whatever it was meant to be, it was meant to be. And well, not now, right? Hindsight twenty twenty, right? But what I'm saying is, like, like I, I, I see it, and and I see other people with with other sickness, and I'm like, and I always tell people, oh, that's Daniel's kids. God hasn't come to my life and healed me, and I'm like, no, 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 it's because God's not gonna do it just, just, just like that, just like this. No, no, wait. Ask for heal for uh, for your healer, and he will come. If he comes, amazing. If he doesn't. Then we'll continue waiting together. Yes, go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say, like, this is the point where it says, like, rejoice. Always rejoice. Yes. Like, rejoice in your sufferings and rejoice in your happiness, too. Because God is the God of your mountains and God is the God of your valleys. And just as he loves you when he's sinful, uh, when we're sinful, not him, sorry. Uh, he all, we should also love and praise him even in moments of, how do you say, sequia? Of drought, yeah. of, of, of no crops, no nothing. We don't have water. We don't have food. Okay, but still, blessed be his name. I agree. Yes, you want to say something? Um, yeah, I was going to add to, you know, you guys, we mentioned that, you know, sickness can be a result of sin. It could be a result of, you know, just happening. But honestly, it could also be uh, a result of God wanting you to be sick so that you, he could bring something miraculous to happen. And I saw that in, in John 9, 9, 3, it says, Jesus answered, neither this man nor, this, nor his parents have sinned, but it was so that the works of God might be displayed and illustrated in him. So the, this guy was suffering, but only because his purpose was so that later on he could be sinned and more people could be brought to Christ. You know, it's, it's really hard because sometimes we don't understand why God does things, but the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 3 that there's a time for everything, a time for happiness, a time for sadness, you know, and, and in, in verse 3, 3, it says there's a time for death and a time for healing. So we might not understand wh why things are happening, but there's a time for everything. And God is in the, well, the only one who can understand why things are happening and when they're happening. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I was going to say that, yeah, I, I I honestly agree, and and only only God can understand. And even Jeremiah, when he is um, when he's talking to the Lord in Jeremiah seventeen fourteen, he says, "Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. For you are my praise." And I was thinking, I was like, look look at this look at this you know complete sentence. And he says, "Heal me, and I'll be healed." Almost like saying, "If you want to heal me, if you want to save me, I'll be saved." But no matter what, you are my praise. I will praise you forever. And I, I was just looking at this. I was looking when I was studying this, and I was like, you know, that's that should be our attitude. No matter what, God is God. No matter what, Amen. Jesus is God. No matter what, God is just some a higher being, and all we are are little ants that should praise Him and should worship Him, and and should understand that there's a greater plan for us, no matter what that is. Yes. Another great example of that is actually, you know, David, right? He, his son was sick, Bathsheba, and his son was sick. And um, so David was praying, praying, God, heal my son, heal my son, heal my son. And as the story goes, you know, I, I feel like everybody knows this story, but the, the baby ended up dying. And uh, David gets up, takes off his mourning clothes, and goes and starts to pray to God. And everybody's like, hey, David, you know, your son just died. Like, why are you not sad? Why aren't you, like bawling and and mourning and he's like god knows what he did and god knows I, I spent all this time fasting all this time before he was dead you know asking god to heal him but god obviously had other plans and i just need to accept what god had and move on you know so sometimes we just have to understand that that we just need to take in stride what god gives us you know it, 
Sorry. And I was going to say, and you know, the reason that his son died was punishment for what, what he had done. Hey, and that was still God having mercy on him. So imagine he wouldn't have repented. That's that's so crazy. Isn't it say? Yeah, there's a there's a story in the Bible where it's um, there was a king. I for, I forgot his name, but he was sick. He had oh, wow. leprosy, and um, he was like dying. And the Bible says that he prays and tells God, God, please heal me. You know, remember me. You know, I was your faithful servant. I did this. I did that. But you know, like you guys were saying that. Maybe there was a reason why, you know, he had that sickness, why he was going through that. But what happens, you know, he prays and, and a messenger from the Lord tells him, hey, you know what? God heard your, your cry and he's going to heal you. And what happens, the Bible says that that king had, God gave him 15 more years of life. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there, there was a reason. But what happened with those 15 years? It says that this dude literally just turned corrupt. corrupt. And maybe, you know, and, you know, I was thinking, I was like, sometimes God doesn't want to heal us because he knows we might lose our way. Mm. Yeah. You know? And that's what I'm saying. It's almost like a choice, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. It's because God is God. Like, if he chooses to heal you and you turn to just derail, like, who's to stop you? Jesus is Jesus, man. And and maybe there's other people that want to be healed and won't derail. And it's just a choice, you know, like God has given us that freedom, that that freedom of choice that says, okay, God did something in me, but I choose not to follow him. Sounds good. You will have your payment. And there's other people that are sick and continue to follow him. So imagine uh, last time I was hearing, I was hearing a preaching that they were saying, oh, you know, like actually it was, it was the apostle Sergio. He was saying, he was saying, uh, you know, if you are Christian and you don't come to church and you don't believe, you, you believe in Christ, but you don't, you just go away and you and you're, you know, you go and you live your worldly life, and then uh, he was saying, are you are you are you gonna go to hell? And he was, and I was thinking, I was, I was, you know, he asked the people, and I was thinking <laughs> as well. I was like, he was like, no, he was like, no, you're not, but you have to go pay for what you've done, but you're not gonna go to hell. But he says, but the people that stay, what do they get? If it's the same thing, what do they get? And then uh, and he he was making us understand that each person that stays and that does this, for example, they're sick and continue to follow Christ, they get certain rewards that not everybody gets. And I tell him, I was like, okay, that's what I'm fighting for. I'm fighting for my reward up in heaven. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm not going to be, uh, you know, maybe I'm not going to be the best of the best, but I'm sure going to be top 10. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I have to, you have to understand that that's what we're fighting for. We're fighting for the rewards up in heaven. You know, and it's crazy how you're saying maybe you're sick here. I don't, I don't, you know, physically or spiritually, but, you know, when you get to heaven, you know, you're not going to be sick anymore. Yeah. You know, maybe you're praying, you know, to God, like, oh, please heal me. But, you know, maybe God doesn't want that. Maybe God wants that sickness to keep you in check, you know? Like, oh, it's not about you, it's not about your strength, it's not about what you can do, but what I can do, you know? I agree. You know, a great example about that is Paul. You know, he, in, I don't remember what book, but he says that he's plagued by a spirit, right? And we know that he was a disciple of Christ. You know, he's one of the the formers of our gospel, right? But despite the fact that he was so used by God, he had like this constant battle with uh, with something that plagued him even though he was followed even though god could have healed him there's a reason that god didn't you know there's a reason that this thing had to keep following him and maybe it was punishment for what he did before or maybe it was because god didn't want him to to lose his way after being healed completely but 
but there's there's reasons for everything and sometimes it's also hard because we're we, we ask God to be healed we ask God to be healed and we don't see immediate change you know like for example in John 5 4 it talks about a man who was sitting by uh, the the well well in Bethesda and it if for those of you guys that don't know every a specific season a angel would come down to the waters of bethesda and stir them and the first person into the water would be healed and this man was waiting for 38 years to be healed and he could not get in the waters so what's what's what i find so beautiful about that is that we could be waiting for forever for god to heal us but it might not might not be your time it might not be your moment and it it may happen and it might not happen and we just have to learn to to love god unconditionally the way that he loves us also i, I want to just like switch a little bit of gears because i know we're talking about um you know how does god apply to ourselves and and and, and the healers but i was going to tell you that um you know when jesus comes and he promises that he will do even greater things that he has done right so also he applies here as well as healer because like my question was like in the beginning like how many of us actually go out and pray for the sick you know like how many of us are bold enough to have the face to pray over a paralytic, uh, para, paralytic. Is that what I'm saying right? Yeah, a paralytic yeah. man, and for him to be like, yeah, dude, I can't stand up still. Like, yeah. bro, that's number one, embarrassing. <laughs> number two, <laughs> it's shocking. And number two, and number three, I think you might almost be like, bro, but God told me I could do this, right? And um, I, I was gonna tell you guys that that I I heard this and I thought it was the best thing and it was the best advice that I could possibly even, you know think about giving and then the guy the guy that i was hearing it was saying that uh he says like when we are called out to to pray over heal uh, over over sick people and remember that we are we are meant to pray for the people in the world right so we're people we're praying for the people in the world and we see them uh, you know sick or 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 there's something's wrong with them and it says that it's not your choice whether to be for them to be healed or not it's jesus's it's god's choice therefore whether it happens or not don't feel like it's your fault because it happened because it has nothing to do with you you're just carrying a message to that person and honestly when i heard that i was like dude that makes so much sense because it, we almost feel like guilty if it doesn't happen like right like oh i i told you that god was gonna do it but he That's didn't so do it but at the end of the day it was like it was gonna say dude i prayed over you and it didn't happen okay I'm gonna continue my life, and I'm not gonna stop doing this because um, I, I also have a friend that says, you know, out of a hundred people that I pray for, one person gets healed, <laughs> you know, and 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 I'm just like I'm a, I'm always thinking I'm like damn that stuff, you know what I mean? That stuff out of a hundred people that you pray for, one gets healed, and at the same time, I feel like God looks at that and He goes, okay, but one was healed yeah. and that one was the one that i wanted and I, I always i always look at this and i and i i always i always see this because this is very touchy and this is very um how do i say this like this is very confusing as well because you know when does god and when does not when does god not do anything and i always i always seen this as a as a sense of understanding that we have to go out there guys and pray we have to go out there and when you see somebody um i'll never stop telling the story even in this land i saw this little girl crying but I feel weird going and praying for little girls, right? I feel like I shouldn't be praying for little girls because it would be very weird. <laughs> They're all laughing at me, right? But um, I, I literally wish I could have just gone up to her and be like, hey, you know, do you need anything? Like, she was distraught. Like, she was literally crying, screaming on the phone. 
God knows why. I couldn't understand. But I was like, you know, those are the moments that God puts in our life so we can show the love of God. You know what I mean? And we, I didn't do anything until this day, bro. Like, it's been like, what, four or five months? And it haunts me, bro. Like, I, I think about it and I go to sleep and I think about it. I'm like, man, I should have done something. And these are the moments that we have to be bold and we have to be strong and be like, hey, I'm going to stand up for my faith and I'm going to go and pray for them. Doesn't matter who it is, yes. And actually, you know, to add on to that, you know, we were called to, to pray for the people that are sick, but sometimes it's not even uh, not even that God doesn't want to heal. It's just that we don't have the faith to that, that to back us up. In Mark seventeen, uh, Mark seventeen uh, twenty to twenty one, you know, the disciples go and they ask God, you know, they ask. Why, why weren't we able to do this miracle? Why weren't we able to heal this person? And Jesus responds, well, because you didn't have the faith for it. So if, yeah. if, we, wanna, if we wanna go pray for people and, and ask God for them to be healed, then we have to have the faith to back it up. Like we have to be, sometimes we have to have the faith for ourselves and for the person that we're praying for because they don't even have an encounter with Christ. So the person who, who needs to be you know, spiritually ready and spiritually mature is you. Like you have to be confident that your God is the healer. Your God has the power to do this if he so wills it. But if the moment that you doubt, the moment that, that you say, oh, I, I don't know, what if this doesn't happen? Oh, what if I'm giving them false hope? Then you're gonna be just like Peter and start to sink. But you know what, dude? Even like that, God's mercy is so great that when we lack faith, he completes it with his grace. Like, I don't know, there's been so many times, I'm not saying that I've healed anybody, but I want to, Lord, so if you hear me, I want to. Um, <laughs> um, I just, like, there's times where it's, it's been other things that I'm just like, am I even fit for this? Like, Lord, I don't have it. I don't, I don't see it. I don't, I don't see it. And I feel like God helps me anyways, and he completes it with grace. And I understand it's grace because without that, before that, I would have never been able to do it. Mm -hmm. So even when we lack faith, if we just humble ourselves enough to admit it and say, like, oh, I'm not all that, Lord, it'd be you the one to do it. And in me. I think that I think that he comes through. He always does, I at agree. least in my life. Yeah, sometimes we weren't, I mean, I'm not trying to like bash on what you just said, but like sometimes we, we, <laughs> sometimes we like, don't get me wrong. I would love to like, you know, put my hands on like a, a person that's sick and watch them heal. But you know, sometimes God is like, Hey, remember that person you talked to? You healed their spirit. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, Hey, remember this? Remember that? And it's like, sometimes we expect like a physical healing, but sometimes, you know, God is like, you healed their spirit. You know, Hey, they're coming to church now. Hey, yeah. you know, that family is restored, you know? Uh, you know what I was going to tell you guys? Before you tell me, because I know you guys don't want to talk. I feel like this table is full of, this, this is the group that we always like to talk, right? But I was going to tell you guys that. Also, um, God works in steps, right? And if you can't have gratitude for the small healings that he does in, you know, through you, then he's, you're not ready for the big ones. For example, uh, I was hearing as well with, this, with the same guy. He was like, we always overlook small healings. For example, um, when uh, we have uh, people uh, come back in their marriage, they came to they came to this they came to this uh, church, and they were about to just become divorced, and now they're a happy now they're a happy couple, and they have a, ki a kid coming on the way, bro. That is something I don't know why we don't like. At least I don't know why we don't. But we should celebrate. We should have we should have a testimony, and we should have people going up there and speaking and saying, "Hey, bro." 
I I came to this home with my. Uh, remember, there was that guy that we always we always told him that he, he he was saying a horrible stuff about his wife. That how he come to church, but now he was super good. Yeah. And we were telling him like, oh, you shouldn't say that. But now I'm thinking, I'm like, no, because a lot of people might feel identified. Like, dude, I, I'm. I am this. On the same boat. I am this. I'm on the same boat. I'm probably in the worst boat. And now look <laughs> at them, dude. I've met people that their wives were not even married with them anymore. They were living somewhere else. Now they're pastors of this mission, and their and their wife, which is their wife, their wife is now I think even more cemented in the doctrine than they possibly they are. And I'm looking at these people, and I'm like, bro, like, why aren't we why aren't we exposing these 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 small miracles? Yeah. Because, or just for example, like I'm gonna give you guys one that God has been touching my heart with, but you know, you know, He, he tells you once, He tells you twice, and then when He touches you the third time, you're like, okay, let's do it. Um, for example, um, we don't celebrate enough that we have so many kids in, in thirst for, for, for the Word of God. We don't celebrate that. Why don't we celebrate that? We, we, we should. We should go. We should write. Party. We should write a testimony notebook. We should have who is he? What's their name? How do they come? How do they end up? Um, and what's their future like? We know what what is it gonna how do they end like, bro? I like I can't wait. Yes. Can I just? I don't yeah. want to interrupt you because I was gonna say, Danny, celebrate the fact <laughs> that there have there has been Jehová Rafa in our youth. How many of our youth have come suicidal? Yes. How many of our youth have come depressed? Mm-hmm. And now they preach the word. They teach the word. Honestly, and I'm not saying they're perfect because they're far from it. Uh, they still have things to work on, as we do all, as we all, all do. Um, but yeah, like you're saying, why don't we say these things? Absolutely. And that's and that's what I was going to say is then how do we expect God to, like you said, you lay hands on a paralytic man? He goes, "Oh my God, I'm done." Wait, 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 wait. God must be like, wait, if you can't even see the small things I do in you. Even in ourselves, guys. Like yeah. I think, I think we overlook even ourselves yeah. so much, right? Like, like there's 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 a huge miracle that happens when you were when you started five years ago so now. It's a huge miracle. You, I've seen you grow up here. Yeah, I say my sister. I was like, dude, I've I've never pictured myself, you know, yeah, wearing a suit while I minister on stage. You know, <laughs> I'm like, I find that so weird. But it's like there's there little small healings that God does in your yeah. life that we sometimes you know you know look away you know don't pay attention. But it's like how, it's like you know what you were saying. How does how do you want God to you know give you this big thing but you can't handle the small things you know? I agree. Honestly, I really like what you said about how how it doesn't always have to be like wow this par- paralytic man is jumping and and walking now because I. God, God used me to heal them. But sometimes it could be just like even a conversation that you have with somebody that may not have um, that conviction that you do. Like this last week, you know, I, I, my boss came and she was telling me about some things that she's going through in her personal life. And, you know, in that moment, like all this uh, and God like revealed to me all this word of word that I just came to my head and you know I was just talk, talking to her and telling her well you know don't 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 give up because of this because of this because of this and like bringing up all this word all this word to back me up and then she was like she was like like she just like looked at me and she was like wow like I didn't realize the faith that you have and she was like I mean I just started going back to church but like seeing your faith makes me makes gives me hope for what I for what I'm going through and I and I just like I'm not saying that I'm the greatest person of all time, but I'm saying that sometimes just even even 
God using us in that way to be a beacon of hope and healing for somebody that has some, that's going through something difficult. It, all we have to do is be there and be ready and willing for God to use us. Yeah, we're, we're, I, I picture ourselves as miniature doctors. <laughs> <Yeah. You know? laughs> Jesus calls us to, out into the world to heal people. You know, we're not going to give a person that's, you know, you know, let's say suicidal or whatever, be like, oh, read this, you know, you know, here's a Bible here, you know, some steps. And I was like, no, you know, we can't bring everyone to Christ, but we can bring Christ to everyone, yeah. you know? We, we're, that, we're that hope people are looking for. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jesus healed me. He can heal you too. Amen. Amen. It doesn't matter where you are in life, you know, what you've done. Jesus can heal anything, Amen. anyone. I agree. Honestly, um, I would love to continue uh, talking, but it's been 45 minutes that fast. Oh, wow, and I think this is one of the longest <laughs> podcasts that we've had. But I was going to tell you that I just want to take the next two minutes. And I wanted to, um, um, some some people told me that we should pray, dude. And we should definitely, especially when, when we're talking about healing, maybe even people, I don't know, maybe people even, you know, send us messages and be like oh dude listening to your podcast i was healed and i would definitely encourage anybody that if this if god uses this podcast to heal like i would definitely ask you guys to dm us but uh first before i pray i want to say thank you guys to everybody that that listens to us and i want to tell people that are hearing us live or hearing us um through podcasts or through youtube i want to tell you guys that um healing is possible guys and and you just have to do you just have to be close to christ and that's what happens to everybody right everybody was close to christ that was healed um so if you lower your your head and and lower your 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 head um i was gonna uh i was gonna i was gonna pray for you real quick um heavenly father in the name of jesus lord we come together lord asking you lord please lord hear our our plea lord to heal whoever's listening lord to whoever needs health father i ask you the lord please release this healing lord i ask you to please lord give them the healing of their body lord of their spirit lord of their soul lord and i ask you to please listen to their ail lord listen to their pain lord because they are tired of it lord and through faith lord we tell them that they are healed now lord they are healed today lord and they are a new creature within you lord and i ask you lord to the people that don't need healing lord i ask you to please give them the boldness lord give them the power lord give them everything they need through you lord so they can go out lord and give them the permission to go out and heal and lay hands on paralytic people and sick people so they can see them lord rise father and see them walk and see them dance lord for your glory lord i ask you lord and we understand that what we ask is big but lord you are a great god and if god of the impossible lord so we shall not keep anything that we like lord i ask you to please give us this blessing lord give us this anointing lord of healing in your name of jesus we pray amen and amen also, guys, I wanted to tell you guys that uh, next week is going to be, uh, not next week, uh, coming up is going to be the Q&A. So DM us and uh, keep in touch. And otherwise, God bless you guys. Take care. See you guys next week.